0: over you when i can see your beautiful
1: face that's true these the video versions help with like communication i think and for episode 478 we're gonna really tap into each other's emotions
0: are we no no (laughs) i was like didn't we do that a couple episodes ago we always do that let's face it yeah i'm into that how are you i did like become somebody who does that for a living so it would make sense
1: yeah, but, exactly like,
0: emotions you know? is
1: it the thing where, like, <clears throat> it's your expertise, but then in real life it's, like, not? You know how No, is. it's
0: different. That's It's all the time. It's, like, can't,
1: <laughs> can't, can't turn, turn it off. off. Yeah. Hey, well, at least you've monetized your strengths. Yes, there you go. Uh, how are you, Seuss? Well, I have gum in my mouth, and I feel bad about it because that's probably really bad podcast etiquette, but I just love it.
0: Oh, my gosh. It is so funny that you randomly talk about gum because uh on i I was just chewing some earlier and spit some out into a conveniently empty egg carton uh because i was thinking like oh maybe i shouldn't go on the podcast with it but it was the first piece of gum that i've had in months because where you only buy gum if you're driving yeah like at a gas station or something like, Mm -hmm. like that's where i buy gum and uh it's like impulse counter buy and uh, I haven't done that in so long. And then I got hankering for it the other day. And it's I took so a great. walk down the, to the corner to pick up some gum. Wow. Because I wanted some. So it's really... And I did that. I'm like not even kidding. Like just like two days ago. With why it, are like, we within, the same? That is so weird. Okay. And then all of a sudden you're chewing gum? Goodness
1: First gracious. of all, I want to tell a story about behind the scenes on reality TV with gum. And second cool. of all, I need to tell you... A spooky story, so don't let me forget. <gasps> Ooh, okay, okay, remember spooky. Okay, so the gum thing, so uh, when you're on these shows, most of the time, like, you have a pretty good sense of, like, whether what you're doing is going to have any chance of being on television. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yes. Like, Most when of the someone... stuff I did did not, not, <laughs> no, not television. I was like, oh, my gosh, my adorable game that I just made for everybody where people are having a wonderful time, definitely cutting room <laughs> floor. Cutting room floor, right. Like if people are fighting, you, uh-huh. you become
1: aware of yourself and you think, yes. like, what am I wearing? What, okay, this yes. is
0: going to be on tape. Well, <laughs> let me go fix on, my makeup before I tell this girl off.
1: Yes. And on my first, on Road Rules, um, they have those lipstick cams in the vehicle at the front. You know, Lipstick the,
0: cams, that's what they call them?
1: Yeah, they're like real tiny, like kind of like the size of a lipstick, I guess. But they mount them on either side of the front, you know, and they're rolling all the time, even if you're not doing anything interesting. And, but you know, they're never going to use it. Well, one time I was in the car with Piggy, in the RV with Piggy, and we were at a gas station. There was no camera crew with us, but they had those lipstick cams going. And I was chewing gum. (laughs) And I was like. You know, Piggy. Sometimes I really just love chewing like a cow. And she was like, "Like a cow," because she's British. And then she backed like into a, a car what? at that exact moment. No. So, yeah. So they have to include that oh, dialogue. No. Yeah, they do. Which is now forever more available for your entertainment. That is great.
0: I knew and exactly I t- what was going to happen as soon as you said she backed into a car. I was like, "Oh, and now that's part of the scene." And now everyone knows I like chewing like everyone. a cow sometimes. Yeah. God, okay. that's the worst when that shit happens. I
1: wanted to tell you this spooky story because remember last episode when we heard that knocking and yes. you were like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Well, it's either someone knocking or a, cre- a critter in my house in the walls." Something well, in my own house. I, I forgot. That the other day, Adam goes, uh, came in the kitchen and he's like, I just saw. I'm film.
0: already scared. <laughs> oh, what is it? Oh my God, wait, wait. You are rushing through this story too fast. <laughs> this is. You, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Adam comes out. <laughs> are you about to tell me a spooky story where there, are you? Okay, I don't even want to spoil it for myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Sarah, focus.
1: He comes in and he's like, I just had the weirdest experience. Yes. I saw an old woman. No! No! <laughs>
0: knitting. Your house is fucking hot. No! Knitting. Wow, she's crafty. I like her already. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Susie, keep going, it, but I'm freaking it, out. He
1: swears up and down that he saw no, he did. an old woman knitting in a chair in our
0: living room. Are you fucking with me? No! To just see what I would do? No. No. Cause here's the thing I know about Adam, he's a straight up and down guy. Right. He's not good. He's not no. like if no. it, he's not doing anything for theatrics. No,
1: he's all just sort of at, he is what he is. Like yes, there's nothing
0: weird. This are. is it. This is and and I like if Adam tells me that, I'm like yep I trust him. That's, yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. Because, like, some people think that That there's something spooky all the time. (laughs) And that's very specific. (laughs)
1: Right. Why is she knitting? knitting. I needed more information. I was like, what was she wearing? What did
0: she look like? She's knitting a blanket out of skin. (laughs) 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 Knitting needles covered in blood.
1: Well, what do you think, though? Do you think it really was a ghost?
0: Definitely. Oh my god! I got myself all worked up now. (laughs) Like, I love when we talk about spooky things that don't happen to me because, like, I can wrap (laughs) myself up so much. Damn this imagination! Because he was like,
1: he wanted to talk himself out of it. He was like, "Of course." Was it a reflection? Like he thought maybe because we have a lot of windows, maybe it reflected into
0: that spot. Oh my God. I wish you could take my heart rate. Right <laughs> why? Cause you think we have a ghost? No. Cause I, why is my heart rate high or why do I think? Yeah. Why do you, why are you worked up? Because this g- is exciting. and gets me worked <laughs> up because you just tell me that you have a ghost and that is like, uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What did you tell Lincoln? Nothing. Okay. This Should is great. I? No, because he's going to tell you. He's gonna oh, see her too. Now, that that's will freak gonna be me out. your confirmation. Because, oh, Susan lives in a haunted house. It's so fun. Woo! woo, woo.
1: If he did tell me something like that, then I would be serious yeah. about it.
0: I know. And I feel like that, so like, don't tell him. What if you yeah. came in and he's like listening to this episode of the podcast? You're like, <laughs> no! Run and then just dive and turn Well, down do you think that's volume. who was knocking on my wall when it Oh! Ran. Right. Because that did sound like a person knock. It did. That w- I did not believe you when you said it was an animal. I was like, mm, okay. Adam but was like, maybe was it was a woodpecker, too- but our house is not made of wood. It's, it's stuck up. W- it's not a woodpecker. And also, it's snowing. What well, woodpecker is like <laughs> out like. A woodpecker. It's not That woodpecker, woodpecker not should be thing. in his nest. Yeah. Go inside, Woodbanger. It is freezing. Oh, stop. Oh, All right, well, I'll keep my, my eye Wait, wait. Wet. I oh. just got a text message from Adam. Oh, he can hear me. I'm dying. I'm dying. What is it? I'm so excited. <laughs> a spooky text message. What it is. Oh, how did he even find this? It is a wo- an old woman knitting. Oh, it's a, a gift. A <laughs> woman.
1: Oh my God! If you're watching the video version oh on Patreon.com/slash/braincandy, you
0: can see the woman knitting oh. on Sarah's phone. You can also see the look of shock, horror, and excitement <laughs> on my face when Susie tells me this information. Oh my God! He's cracking me up right now. Um, I totally think you do have a ghost. I, yeah, like I want to know what, like, what vibe does he get from her? Oh, going to have to You have should Adam text on. him, ask him. Oh, yeah, 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 I will. Hey, Adam, what vibe? He okay. didn't say. Like, you he didn't totally seem scared. have a ghost. <laughs> okay. He definitely She says, Oh, important. my God. He said, I'm telling you, into thin air. Okay. Oh. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't okay. give a description. What
0: kind of vibes, Sarah's, did you get? Sarah from and Adam her. are going to start their
1: own podcast just about <laughs> this ghost. Ghost <laughs> hunters? Yeah, but with you
0: two just talking about one. Just yeah, that one. just talking about one. <laughs> How
1: we're is gonna she? we're going to have guests like my
0: mom. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. Excited guests like my mom. Also, my mom. Well, whenever. <laughs>
2: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
0: Okay. Every single time I hear a noise in the background, I <laughs> will think that it is her. We have to find a name for her. She's knitting. Okay. You know, in my house growing up in Thousand Oaks. My mom said we have a, we had a woman who lived on the stairs. And really? She hung out on the stairs. I never saw her. Do you know her. anything else about her? No. Hmm.
1: Well, but she was like, she came in peace kind of thing?
0: Yeah. She just yeah. Kind of hung out there. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: was
0: fine? What were you yeah. going to say just then? No, not just that it was fine.
1: Okay. Well, that's what it, I mean. Anyone that's just knitting right. can't be up to no good.
0: <laughs> Right. Unless- so it's fine.
1: Unless what?
0: Needles covered in blood. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. So she uses them to murder people. Damn. I'll keep you posted. Um, yeah. Also. It's fine. It feels like a very harmless ghost. Knitting is like. So far. She so wants far. to keep you warm. She has like maternal vibes. Let's see what your husband said, if anything, oh, we're about gonna- the ghost.
1: We're like becoming one of those podcasts that like has to do a little housekeeping before you know how they, there's some podcasts they're like do housekeeping and they'll like update people about like this oh, or that or like their yeah. appearances or whatever yeah. anyway i do yeah. have to give a shout out to timothy because he bought us a bottle on our website you know how you can like donate and buy oh, us a bottle yeah. of wine or whatever
0: yeah.
1: uh, he knows uh, thank what we you, like timothy. thank you timothy for that you know what and your girl could use a bottle right that's what i was thinking like he knew what and we so needed. could sue she's got ghosts shit man Shout out to Timothy. Then I had one of those moments where I was like, I got to ask Sarah this on the show. Do you know those guys that wear shorts no matter how
0: cold it is? Yes, I do. (laughs) I I do. Why did you make a face? Because you and I know one specific one. Oh, my God. Who am I forgetting? Can we say? He... Wasn't on the show, but he works in and around the and Murray MTV universe. So he's in production? Always wears shorts, like always. Oh made god. a text huge me. thing about it. He made a thing about it? You people wouldn't even know. Scooter. I didn't know he always wears shorts. Oh my god. He wore shorts cut like he took a pair of like, suit pants and cut them off and wore them to, I want to say, Chet's wedding or somebody's wedding <laughs> oh in God. intentionally cut I off I went to
1: Tori's suit. wedding with him. Why did I not ma- take guaranteed, a note of that?
0: Guaranteed. had shorts on. Okay. And what he does he New say? City, so it's what freezing. Is, and I What's don't know. the reason? I have no clue. I think, I don't know. I don't remember. But he just is a shorts guy? I
1: don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, I saw one of these guys. I'm in Pittsburgh. It's quite cold. Yeah. I saw one at the grocery store and I was like, "What are you doing?" Like I want to know. Shirts. And he was like, "Great calves." 50.
0: <laughs> what if that's it? He what thinks that's, that's his best feature. He's like, and he doesn't want to cover them up. Have you seen these bad boys? <laughs> Would you cover them up? Stop. <laughs> it's 30 below and you're still wearing a low-cut top. Get off my case. So you lady. think that's it? He no, he thinks I'm totally they kidding. look
1: really good on him. And he th- wants uh, to show mm. off, because these guys always pretend like, oh, the cold doesn't bother no, me. No, do you, I think it's
0: I think it's a macho, a, yes, like I'm tough, yeah, oh, or it's like a thing, it's worse. like a gimmick, like like our friends, an identity wants. thing, yeah. So it's like, like t- it. it's like yeah. I mean, so I, it- I I'm not into anybody who wears. Anything that's not seasonally appropriate <laughs> just right. to make a point. Me
1: too, Sarah. And it occurred to me that I've never known a woman that did that, that just wore shorts, no matter how that cold That would be silly.
0: Right. And I thought, this, you're right. It must but be a like, macho thing. But like old-timey, you could have like a woman who only wore skirts. Yeah, but really I bet like you like they'd long. wear long ones. Yeah. yeah would. That's like a nice right.
1: wool skirt never hurt nobody.
0: Right. Um... That's yeah, all. There i just is wanted to no. say I hate those guys <laughs> and i'm trying to think of like the the other thing i have like i'm always like oh for goodness sakes uh when it's like you're wearing everything else on you to keep you warm but still your shorts mm-hmm. it's like the flip-flops like i saw or I, it was a long time ago it was a picture of I want to say it was like Charlize Theron or or it was Cameron Diaz. It was one of the two uh, in like a In Touch or People magazine, and it was like fashion faux pas, and she was wearing flip flops and then a beanie and a scarf, like no. I'm freezing but no, I'm I have flip that. flops on. Right? I knew you'd hate that. But then I remember, as watching this, <laughs> I, I was like, that. "Ooh, I've definitely done that." So flip flops with a scarf. Yeah, but I wouldn't go so far as to be like scarf and a beanie. She was definitely like <laughs> freezing. Too like far. put some shoes on. That's too far. Well, where? So do yeah, you that wear one does flip flops. So flop, just the beach, right? Uh, and the only thing that I would think the only the only um, the the only thing I came up with, or I remember at the time looking at this, is I would wear a beanie and flip flops to water polo practice. But that like makes sense because you're gonna that be in makes a sense. Suit. Yeah, that'll yeah. allow that. So like maybe and at the beach, you're right. That's like an adorable outfit. So you know what? In people are in touch, or people might <laughs> like, they just get off their case. Yeah, let's be mad at them instead. Yeah, full circle. Okay, here. I don't even know.
1: First of all, let me see what my first story is for you. Oh, this was fun. Uh, there was an article in the New York Times. Um, asking people who prefer to be hermits um, Mm. advice on how the rest of us can cope with I love these ones. Yeah, Yeah. it was really, really good because these folks, well, the two that they interviewed are a couple, and he used to be a priest, and she lived in a monastery for 30 years. So these people are like very spiritual um, people who... um, That's like
0: the... uh, That's... What? I don't do that. I don't do that stuff. Which stuff? Those are, those are people who are very disciplined, and <laughs> you know you're like we can't do what they do. Yeah, I'm like, do they have wine? They probably do. Okay, then I'm down with them. I'll take yeah. their advice. Yeah, because they they say like they like to include the word
1: contemporary, like contem. What do they call it? Contemporary. Um, Isolation or something, so that people don't think of it as just like wearing weird outfits. Oh, they want that to know exactly what I thought. Yeah,
0: like that, they oh have my a god, really I fell right into the to the to the the, the whatever it is. The, the stereotype, stereotype. Yeah,
1: and my. they said that they like when people think of hermits, they tend to think of like I don't know the Unabomber or you know yeah. somebody who's like an eccentric, which some of them are. Yeah. Yes. Um, but like. They were saying what the the practice that they do is just about distance from society, but not out of like we hate people, like not misanthropy, mm-hmm. but yeah. more like in an effort to get closer to God and or the spirit or to whatever. Play you, quiet things. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Not, I'm into that Peace. Yeah, it's not moving away from people as much as it is moving toward their God <sighs> or spirit. I nice. like that. Yeah, and so they say that that brings them closer to transcendence and it's like a way to connect with the spiritual world.
0: And, you know, I kind of think of it as like, like now stick with me, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: somebody can take mushrooms and you can have a good trip or you can have a bad trip depending on how your mind is Mm -hmm. that being alone with your thoughts and being, if you're in a good place and you're spiritually grounded and then that that can be help you move towards like transcendence and yeah. enlightenment and even closer to that. And if you're in a bad place, that being right. alone with that same thing, well, I can't whistle very well, but insert whistle here. Thank you. That would send you to a yeah, because even darker place.
1: Growing up, my dad's one was one of those people who always had to have a TV on. So like, if he entered a room, he turned the TV on. If he Went to a new room, he put another TV on. And my mom would always say, he does that so that he doesn't have to hear his own thoughts. You know, he was avoiding something. Yeah, Maybe he wasn't. I think he was, but I don't want to say for sure, because what do I know? But I think for a lot of people that need noise all the time, it might be because they don't want to have to confront what might be going on otherwise in their head. Yeah, yeah. And Oh, so they but were, that almost
0: ties into... What we were talking about last episode of the idea of how terrible it is is way worse than how terrible it actually
2: is.
1: Yes. In fact, when you talked about that, I thought of that article and thought Ah. about how they were encouraging people to go ahead and have a listen and hear what's rattling around in there. And it might not be as bad as you think. And you might not even realize you're avoiding thinking about something.
0: Yes. You know? but they oh, were just saying that good i love it when it like connects yeah like, yes it's so cool cuz they were saying that it helps
1: you know root you as you were saying mm-hmm. like it puts you somewhere you have a foundation then and that you the routine and the like plainness the simplicity cuz they they issue like yeah. com- consumerism as well it's not just mm-hmm. society right. it's like right. buying crap you don't need um, and that if you yeah. prioritize prayer and meditation, that you won't be silencing all that noise. You'll be working through it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was good oh, advice. I do like that. It was real nice. I'll Anything else? Any other, any other, like, real valuable little nuggets in there that... They were just saying
1: to... that, you know, like... The way that we're all, I think people have been doing this all year where we're kind of like in denial that this mm-hmm. is just, they, we kept thinking, well, it'll be over soon and, but it's not. And so right. then we never process the grief. Yeah. The anticipatory grief. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Like you oh. got to just bite the bullet kind of thing. Acceptance.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: But it was okay. good.
0: Yeah.
1: That was good. Would you like to hear about um, comfort food around the world?
0: Oh, of course. How I appropriate!
1: It's so fun. I sent you yes. some pictures that
0: you can pull up while I talk as well. You know, um, this is going to be interesting to see because comfort food is is always like salty, <clears throat> you know. And I want to see like you in think? my mind. I think that I what think do you so. think, I of think of it's when you think often of comfort? Salty, food. or it's like. Savory.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So you don't think of donuts and stuff as comfort food?
0: Not for me. I think of more homemade things. Like what? Like I mean for me, comfort food is like chicken pot pie.
1: Oh. Right. Like comfort. Stick to your
0: ribs, is that what they call it? Like stick to your ribs food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. then yeah then uh uh even like cornbread and mashed potatoes and st- but th- even like thanksgiving food all kind of falls into comfort food yeah
1: that's true i yeah. think that because we what talked about how you? um like macaroni and cheese with yeah that, i was gonna say that i was gonna say <laughs> macaroni my and cheese too. Yeah. Oh,
0: and uh tuna noodle casserole yes nobody else likes that but i do because mom made that you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I also
1: think though that snacks and donuts and things can be comforting as well because it's yeah. naughty and it's just like, yeah. it's, it fills the hole, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the okay. New York Times interviewed like six chefs and like foodies mm-hmm. to find yes. out what they love. And I picked a few that I thought were cool. Do you remember Kim Joy from Baking Show?
0: Uh, do I remember Kim I Joy? I mean, she's yes, adorable. Of course. Yeah. I'm
1: watching, we're actually watching that season, me and Ren, right now. Okay, well, she chose something called a pandan, or a pandan cake. I, mm. It's the one in the list that I sent you that's green. Ooh. Um, yes. Okay, okay. okay. Mm. To me, it looks like angel food cake that's been dyed green. Yeah, it looks like, I, is it probably matcha? Well, that's what the thing is. They never said what was in it to make it green. It's got
0: to be matcha. But it must be matcha. Yeah.
1: Because she said when she goes to London, she goes to Chinatown and must have this cake because it's just the best thing ever. It's probably not. It's probably just reminiscent for her of something that is comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Childhood or something. But you're right. If it's Asian, it's probably matcha.
0: Like the Bon bon mi Bun bread. That If it tastes anything like that. Oh my God. That's so good. It's like pillows. (gasps) Oh. Oh, yum. And
1: like, I guess I never thought of the concept of like comfort food in other countries. What would theirs be? Because it it really is a cultural thing. Because tuna noodle casserole wouldn't comfort people in
0: like. For sure. It's kind of like, I feel like it's what did your mom make? Mm hmm. Because my mind also went to milk toast. Nobody likes milk toast, but that's what my grandma made me when I was six.
1: milk toast. I always thought it was
0: like a pretend thing it totally is a real thing but it it sounds it's it sounds when i describe it about as exciting as the the name sounds it's uh well and so, when you call someone that it's an insult right it's like boring and milk toast. like spineless oh spineless okay that makes sense because milk okay so i'll describe this to you so you toast a piece of bread and then you or this is at least how my grandma made it and then you pour and then you cover it with, uh, like, butter and sugar and cinnamon. Like, cinnamon sugar. And then... Cinnamon sugar, duh. That's what you call that. And I'm like, you know, that sugar-cinnamon combo. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this. <laughs> and uh, then you pour... I think it's hot milk over it. And that's it. What is the problem with this? This sounds great. It is. It's delicious. But it's like... It, oh, when the... If you use, like, white bread, because that's, like, what you use. Like, Wonder Bread is what my grandma used. and yeah. Whatever. It was like... It it makes it's so soggy and yeah. like you can't even pick it out of the bowl. It's like it's got to be because if you had a sore throat, you couldn't eat toast. Maybe I'm just coming up with this idea right this second. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of what would be. Excite, why would like, anyone? eat Why this? would anybody? It's like because I'm thinking okay, if you have to maybe like take a pill or something like that that gives you an upset stomach, or then you need to put like food in your stomach first. You know how like that's a thing and you have to eat some toast. And what if you had like a sore throat and you like couldn't eat the toast because you had a sore throat. (laughs) This is an elaborate hypothetical. I'm trying to think of why milk toast would ever become a thing that people would be like, when you're sick, have this. It has zero nutritional value. Okay. So it's typically like when you're sick. Yeah. Only when I was sick. But is that just you or everyone? I have no idea. (laughs) I I have not interviewed people like the only person who I would ever have a conversation about milk, get to the point in our relationship where we were (laughs) talking about things such as my grandma's milk toast is with you, (laughs) Well, it sounds like
1: Uh, mushed up, uncooked French toast, kind of. Yeah, with no egg to bind it. With no eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might have to try it just as an experiment.
0: yeah. Yeah, I bet you'd like it. What, I bet if you gave it to Lincoln, he would be like, this is my favorite saying, meal. Can you imagine? <laughs> so, uh, well, oh. okay. But I want to know some of the other ones in other countries. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me hide hers. Okay, so the next one that I really loved was called a molette. You probably have had it. Mm, um, this
0: is making me hungry.
1: It's a picture I sent you of, like, it looks like a baguette. Yeah. And in Mexico, I think, Oh, yeah. they would eat it with pico de gallo, and sometimes maybe cheese, but they say the best is just plain. Which, how is that possible? How is the plain... Just good bread. It must be.
0: Yeah, go to a little Panateria.
1: Yeah, they, and that made me hungry and I wanted to have it. But I've never yeah, even heard of a mullet. T- or a mullet. I don't know what I'm, yeah. if I'm saying it right. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: and then the third... Oh. I feel like I've heard of this and I don't know how to pronounce it. Moleto. Oh. I don't know. Malay? My mom would know. I know. We're so dumb. Yeah. Ethnocentrism.
1: My mom, speaking of, like, yeah. kind of racist behavior, yeah. um, my mom has an auto mechanic that she's gone to for years. And she's call, she calls him Tao. And then I found out that he was Asian. And I'm like, Mom, I think, it, how do you spell Tao? And she said T-A-O. And I was like, Mom, that's Tao like you're you're saying it wrong she's like no I'm not that's his name Tao it's like Suzanne Sugarbaker on designing women nope and i was like
2: all oh, right you're designing
0: women
1: right <laughs> i was like okay i mean what do i know she's been going to him oh. for years and then the other day she admitted that he told her it was Tao oh my gosh she
0: just <laughs> couldn't admit it to you
1: she's like T A O T A O that
0: sounds like Tao to me anyway no, i'm like Tao.
1: but she's okay. going to keep calling him Tao Sarah oh.
0: It's like people. I was say, I was nervous when you said that to say Tao because I was like, oh no, am I saying it wrong? And <laughs> well, maybe I am, saying, but she, like, No, no, right. you are. You're right. Yeah. Of course, that's right. But yeah, I, he confirmed it.
1: Yes, but like she thinks it's okay. No, it's like when people say Camila.
0: Ka- no, it's not I don't okay. Like that. It's, I think it's it's racist. It, right. And oh my god, I've I've seen some really funny memes. It's like if we can all figure out how to pronounce Balenciaga, we can figure (laughs) out how to pronounce, you know, anything else. (sighs) I know. It's brutal. But you know what?
1: That's all I have to say about it. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. The they did mention plantains and I thought of you because you love plantains. I love plantains. They're so good. What do you mean? I think it's just that it went, I only had them one time, and I think I just didn't like the way no, they prepared. No, you didn't, I didn't have good plantains. I didn't know that there are all kinds of ways that you can prepare them.
0: It's like saying, like, I had one hamburger, and it was, like, a, a airport hamburger or, like, whatever. Or even then thinking, like, I
1: had mashed potatoes, and then think you've had every kind of potato. Right. I
0: mean, there's lots of ways right. to make them. Yeah, tons. And I think there are, like, a billion <laughs> trillion I don't know. That's not a number. Kind of plantains.
1: Oh wait, I forgot to say when I was yeah. talking about um, milk toast making you sick. One thing yeah. that might help you avoid that is taking yeah. ritual every day.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm not
1: making any claims a here. I'm just saying it couldn't hurt. Um, <laughs> vitamin
0: Will help.
2: As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career.
0: So anyway, the third... I want to know the, this, other pick, this other delicious thing that you, I'm okay. like waiting for so you to talk this about. So then this one, yeah, is
1: the... Whoops, sorry. Oh. This one is the katsu sando. Oh, and yes. The, <laughs> mommy likey. Mm-hmm. So this is a sandwich that is a fusion of apparently British culture and Asian culture. It's a panko crusted meat. It can be chicken pork or Wagyu beef. And then they serve it with a, a sauce that is ketchup, honey, and Worcester. Yum, yum! I was right? thinking that would be that looked a little mustardy. Ooh, maybe they're
0: withholding. Maybe it's just the that picture just I, the I chose. Yellows. Yeah. Oh, that looks so good. Yes, I'm. De- I'm into all of that. When you love a sandwich that does not have mayo, I. I was hoping that you wouldn't say it had <laughs> mayo, and I was like, oh. "And that's why I was like, oh, no, must, must. I'm waiting for another word. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're safe. That looks so delicious." And I asked Adam because
1: they said it's a British staple, and he said he hadn't heard of it, but maybe he's just out of the loop huh. and he missed out all that time. Interesting. that Sounds real yummy to me. Yeah,
0: Katsu that looks Sando. really good.
1: Yeah, oh my I gosh, I just it's think so it's fun to know what comforts other people. What foods make them feel all warm and cozy
0: yeah and i would i i wonder if it is if we asked like what foods are comfort foods to you and then ask like what foods did you do you remember your mom cooking growing up you Mm -hmm. might have some similar answers and also what foods did you eat when you were sick even though like, maybe it's. I tie nurturing to that. Am I the only one? No, because I. What did your I, mom make you when you were sick? When
1: the last time I got a migraine, I had a sleeve of Ritz crackers, because that's what I had when I was sick when I was little, oh, and ginger yeah. ale. Yeah. I didn't, okay. Uh, yeah. Which I would have enjoyed if I had any in the house. But that's exactly why. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I thought this would help physically.
0: Right. right. Oh. But emotionally. But you just feel better. <laughs> I love that. But we you know all made that kind of stuff.
1: Maybe the broader comfort food, though, isn't just what your mom made. It's that thing we talked about early in lockdown, which is foods y- your parents would buy that were, like, yummy, like, uh, ho-hos or,
0: My like, fruit roll-up or something. Shit. I don't know right. about that life. Yeah, I but- don't know about that life. It's awful. You know what? This is a lesson This for all parents out there, why you can't do that. mama. mom. Yeah. I hope you're listening. Because this is what happened. Sorry, she was like, Sally. no, you can't have any of that. It was like restricted. And because of that, and I understand why. Like my brother, he really couldn't eat any sugar. He would go off the rails. Well, all yeah. of us, because that's what sugar does to kids anyway. Um, so because I couldn't have it, I sought it out everywhere and then when we did have it in the house i would sneak it and i would binge it like i would go i remember yeah. eating these like lemon like little square things from trader joe's i can't even look at the bag today because i would vomit because i ate the whole <laughs> thing vomit. i ate the whole thing in the closet when I, like in the pantry in the like right. deep, tiny pantry we yeah, had like shut myself in there and just like hope and would be like i on like a crazy person. The psychology of that can be
1: applied to lots of things. I was talking to Adam today about the way... Because in my family, it was like forbidden to be sexual or have any kind of sexual identity. And I'm talking like anything. Right. right. And so then you... Ha- you You're develop- basically
0: Barbie and Ken dolls.
1: <laughs> yeah. And your body is uh, uh, shameful and it's like yeah. sin. And so... Then you develop really unhealthy relationships with like that. Yes. So really anything
0: you make taboo, there's going to be a problem. Yes. You can't do it. You can't. It absolutely. Like anytime you try to restrict or, or what's the word? Not, um, like forbid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's
1: going to pop up. I don't know. Well, especially if the thing you're forbidding is everywhere and nobody else thinks it's wrong. Right. If everybody else gets to do it and you're forbidden, you're going to be like, well, I really want that.
0: Yeah. I just want to like like do a really good job when my kids are young, terrifying them about like, you know, junk food and things that are bad for them. So that like when they see it, they'll be like, oh, no, I don't want to eat that. Like that's, you know, I don't know. I'm going to work try to do that so because i have a friend who them. did that with her kids about mcdonald's and they don't eat fast food and they're like oh, oh no we can't eat that that is bad for us wow we'll like she didn't terrify her. them she just like oh uh, educated them <laughs> right it's not fear-mongering if it's accurate right you know i will okay. my mom did that with like blue dyes she was like you want to know what that does to the inside of you let's look at let's let's find out But then I was like, "Mm, I want that. I don't care. I don't don't know. I don't care. (laughs) Give me that blue dye. Yeah, we don't know about like that. All I want, all I knew, is that I wanted to have a blue tongue (laughs) after eating candy, right? Like nerds or something. Yeah, that was like cool. How much sugar is in it? Can it turn my tongue a different color?
1: Okay. um, Did you read about the girl that was born after having been a? Frozen embryo for twenty seven years.
0: Did you read no? About that? This but like to
1: who's to the parent
0: to the whose egg is it? The
1: biological parents donated it to. Okay. I guess they didn't need it anymore. You know, sometimes okay. Like if so
0: like they did egg retrieval for a woman who was infertile or going through in vitro fertilization. She had extra eggs. She was like, "Here, I'm going to donate them," and. Or, they didn't say why she donated them, but that is okay. the likeliest. Okay, reason. I didn't even know that, 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 but that t- makes total sense, and I'm, that's kind of cool they did that.
1: Yeah, and they were saying in this article that most people don't donate their embryos if they don't need them, just because they feel weird knowing that like their biological yeah. kids would be out there being raised yeah. by someone else. But sometimes people do, and in those cases, they're available to be implanted into a couple that wow. needs one. And so the mom that had them impl- had it implanted in her. Um, she was only two years old when this
0: embryo. That's <laughs> the part that's crazy to me. Is like yeah. in my, mo- I'm like the egg is the same. It, they're like how weird is that? They could be. It's like a vintage egg. Like what if <laughs> that baby only likes like retro music and like. They said that they feel
1: like this is their second child. They're they're both from the same donor. And the older one who's like three or four, she had the record before of being the longest frozen embryo before becoming a person. Wow. But anyway, that one, she's like three or four now. They always say she's a very old soul and like sometimes uh-huh. she'll do something ah! and I'll be like, oh, that's the 90s child in you.
0: That's How cool, cool is that? I like that i don't I think that's cool. I don't know why it I know that's not how that works, but it to me it kind of feels like okay, like if you had a if you had this is very loose analogy, but <laughs> a, like the body of a car mm-hmm. and like the frame of an old vintage car, and then it like didn't have working parts in it and then you held on to it and like you know kept it looking nice and clean and then you put new parts in it and it like was like revved up and on the road right old body new parts yeah in like a weird like structured frame i don't know why that's like what it feels like it's like a vintagey and like
2: Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com.
1: Wouldn't it freak you out if you knew that you had been something 27 years before you were born? Let's see, what year would that be? I don't know, a long time before. The 1950s. You I mean,
0: I don't, I don't really reminisce about the time uh, I was just hanging out in my mom's uterus as an egg. You don't? Before that. No, I do not reminisce about that time. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just an egg? No, yeah. I don't reminisce about
1: that. But I do think about ut- it being in utero, what that was like.
0: You do? Yes. <laughs> I've never. You know what? Probably because you've had a baby. Maybe. I've never, ever thought about that really what was it like to be inside in your
1: mom's belly yeah but like so is
0: everybody that doesn't fascinate you that that's how it works i think i think it will when i have a closer connection yeah i think so too because it's fucking weird (laughs) yeah i think i will be like that i don't know but right now it just feels like because that's what I always I mean. called
1: it at the time. People refer to it as a miracle. I thought of it as like an alien invasion. Do
0: you feel more of that kind of connection? And I don't necessarily mean closeness as far as like relationship. But sort of like I am of you kind of thing. Yeah. To your mom. mom mm-hmm. After you had Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that, oh my God. Because like, Wow. This is tripping me out. Because I've never really even... Like, I don't think you have that until you have a kid. Hmm. Because I don't feel like the thought... I feel very independent and separate from my mom. Like, I know that I... She, and she probably feels like I am a part of her. But I think it's yeah. kind of part of the human evolutionary yeah, maybe process yeah. where we have to feel like we're separate.
1: Autonomous, so yeah. that we
0: Autonomous, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we can go off and then procreate and do our own thing and become... The one who then is that. like, Because yeah. I don't have that. Yeah, I
1: think you we're, will then, maybe. We're,
0: wow! This is going to be... I, I want to ask other people. I this mean, maybe some
1: people never feel that or... Never yeah, right. ...are interested in it. To me, it's just like, holy
0: crap, this whole system is bonkers. Oh, my God. I I do remember there being a time when... Oh my God. I like, I had a momentary freak out in like the very short time I was pregnant where I was at, I was at an auction where, but it wasn't me and that I was thinking about, but in that moment I was at this, um, like charity auction and they were, um, bidding on a dog that just had like, like puppies or they were like, they had the mom and then like they had the babies and they were like auctioning off like the puppies or whatever and they're like yeah. oh yeah there's the mom and i had this like momentary like oh my god that yeah, the mom. wrong." And then she has a baby and then like and like then it's just gone and then that's weird and like why do we hold on to these things and I like i, <laughs> I, I don't know it, it, it took me down like a weird spiral of like this whole thing is weird and for real because yeah even- i had never really thought about that until i had seen a something else that created like it's like what? Yeah. It's weird.
1: Well, and I feel I like know. even when we were talking about earlier about the hermetic life and like how we silence a lot of those unwanted thoughts or like cuz yeah. we're busy, we got things to do. Yes. But like sometimes oh, if you really let yes. yourself go there, yeah. It's like when you're like people say that they're on pot or something and then they get like all existential. I yeah. think that is so fun sometimes. Yeah, it is. It's like the yeah. world opens to up. Like,
0: uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like if I knew that I had been an embryo in the 1950s, that would be fascinating to me. Yeah.
0: It really just that would. I was, in, I, was on I would the really be nostalgic for that time period. Me too. I know it. If I, like, I could just imagine it. I'd be like, oh my God, I would only want to, like, dress like that. <laughs> like do up yeah I, I, in my mind it's the Poodle 70s that, that i come yeah. from in this scenario in this because okay. i guess that maybe the time frame would be about yours right. would pro- let's see yours would be like the 60s i guess whatever wow, you know waits. yeah wow That's so cool that is i'm so happy for crazy. them though they
1: seem really happy
0: yeah and i love that there's two a brother and or two what siblings, two sisters yeah full two siblings from the same donor donor yeah
1: Another That's thing that cool. will make you happy is a fun new game that we've been playing called Solitaire Grand Harvest. We were just cracking up about how, like, yeah. this is the perfect game for any outdoorsy, indoorsy people.
0: Yeah, because- which is what you have to be now. Everybody's outdoorsy, indoorsy.
1: <laughs> I lo- I've i always loved playing Solitaire, which is weird because I'm very competitive, and I guess I'm competitive with myself. You're
0: against yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I just find it so satisfying like you know at the end when all the cards are like yep my oh, favorite part oh, it's so fun but um, solitaire grand harvest is fun because it has like a fun farm aesthetic so it's like the best of both worlds which mm-hmm. really is what brain candy's all about
0: and you know I love some gardening
1: right <laughs> right and you can have some friendly competition while you're stuck at home you can connect your social accounts so you can see how your friends are progressing in the game it i mean We all need things to do and to have fun and challenge ourselves in whatever ways make us happy. Spin the bonus wheel to grab even more surprises like free coins, et cetera. We love those things, bonus Mm -hmm. cards. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's just really fun. Um, And you can see how many crops you grow, whether you're stuck inside or just dreaming of the great outdoors, as Sarah always is. Now you can have fun farm-style getaway right at your fingertips. Download Solitaire Grand Harvest for free today in the Apple App Store, Google Play, and Amazon. Play Mm -hmm. your cards. You advance. You get bonuses.
0: Just real cute. Love it. I just love a colorful little app, you know?
1: Love a good game. Love a good game. Okay. So that's happy news about the woman. Um, oh, my God. Have you ever, like, read an article and you're just reading it for yourself and then you're like, well, now I got to talk about this on the show. Yep. <laughs> well, Or I, I have just...
0: interactions with people when I'm, like, uh, walking down the street and I'm like, okay, now I got to talk about this on the show. <laughs> well, I was reading this one about tips on how to layer for the cold
1: because I'm in Pittsburgh. It was friggin' freezing and I am always cold. Yeah. And so I'm like, I have to figure out a plan here. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the tips, but then I love that the part of it was just like fucking freaky and it's Ah! hilarious. Okay. Okay. So if you happen to be going out in the cold, because a lot of people want to be social this um, time time of year, but you can't be indoors because it's not safe. So that's what the essence of the article
0: was like. How to layer outdoors so you can still be social while not freezing your freaking ass off.
1: Exactly. Got it. So, okay, so some of the tips I'll give you which is that um, you of course want to layer, but they encourage loose layers because what you, the key
0: is to trap air in there. Um, I would have the, never guess that. Me and neither. I do the back, I do the opposite and I yeah. always pick tight layers, tight layers and guess what happens? I get sweaty and then I exactly. get Exactly. That's what they said. The sweat is the huge it's a huge problem. So you want loose fitting clothes,
1: but this is really of an them. argument
0: for my snowboard get up. Uh, being, like, baggy and why ski clothes are ridiculous.
1: Yeah, for sure. They said do not, like, you don't want to be the Michelin man because it will restrict your movement, and also it will make you sweat, and then sweat makes you cold, and then you'll die. And
0: then you'll die. Okay,
1: so (laughs) that's the end of that story. Okay, so no cotton, because cotton is not moisture-wicking, so it's just the same as sweat. And then um, they said they had, you should get one of those hoods with fur around it cuz that oh, is a great those. wind blocker. Yeah. Um, and and
0: looks adorable.
1: Looks adorable and you want to layer hats, but you want what the bottom one to be a baseball cap. What? Because that will allow so if you wear sunglasses it'll trap the heat in there, which is good, okay. and it blocks the sun. Um wind, wind, wind. Yeah, and then you put a normal beanie or whatever on top of that, and then a beanie
0: on top uh, of a baseball cap? a baseball cap. Okay. Yeah,
1: because you want a brim, but then you also want wool what or if whatever had a beanie with you a brim. Yeah, that would be good too. That would be good. Okay, cool. She said, "You only want two pairs of socks because if your feet, if you restrict them too much, then um, Ooh, you restrict blood thing. flow, and that's yeah. bad." Yeah, I don't like that. So you want, right, and that feels like, moisture wicking on the first layer, then wool.
0: Uh, you know what Socks. this is teaching me? That the reason why I hate the cold is that I have been doing <laughs> all of this wrong. <laughs> me too. And Sarah. it really does make a difference. Like, anybody can tell you, like, you have to dress for the environment. Dress for... And it matters. Like, camping, I'm super comfortable camping because I always have the perfect camping getup. I am always uncomfortable in the cold and in the winter because clearly i know none of this
1: yeah well and it is counterintuitive. you think like if i just put more crap on right more tight sweaters
0: that are skin tight against me because that's i don't know what i can't believe you've made it this long sarah i mean it's a miracle you're still alive that i have all my fingers and toes right luckily i live in california where this has been not so much of a problem but on challenges freezing Two things that I thought were notable, though, for this show
1: was, number one, that she was like, and when it gets to be like 20 or 20 below zero or, or worse, y- your eyeballs can freeze. What?
2: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I was like, exquisite. Oh, my God. I hope her is not on a meeting. Oh, I just yelled and screamed so loud because that is insane. I did not know that was a possibility. She File does. that under the new things I have to worry about.
1: She goes, you know how, like, sometimes when you're cold or if it's real windy, you'll, like, water, your eyes will water? Yes. And then that can, yeah, that'll get on your eyelashes, and then they'll freeze shut. And then if you try to just open your eyes when they're frozen shut, you'll rip the eyelids right off. Ah! (laughs) She didn't say it like that. No, but she did say, like, it'll rip the skin. You'll rip the eyelids right off. (laughs) And then your eyeballs will freeze and you'll die. Oh, and then she did say that. Um, Is there more? <laughs> she did say drinking or having soup or um, going in a sauna or a hot tub beforehand does help. However, tea and coffee don't do it because that'll make you pee. I don't know why that's bad, but that's what she said.
0: No diuretics. No diuretics. Okay, maybe they make you ooh sweat more. Yeah, and then it was. It in.
1: Depressing because she she, the reason why they asked her is she does research in the Arctic and she said they used to um, camp out on the ice beds and na- they haven't been able to do that t- since 2007 because we're all assholes destroying our planet. There are no. So ice that beds? was a bummer that they won't they can't hold the weight and it's oh, not God. like safe anymore to do that. Yeah. So damn. Go. Some That's good news sad. some bad news.
0: Good news, bad news, really. Oh, but also a lot of bad news. Ha. I mean, can you imagine if your
1: eyeballs froze? No. I.
0: Well, I yes, because That's I have I been need. imagining it for the last two and a half minutes or however long it's been since you introduced that lovely I mean, image into my mind. it does make sense. I mean, they are wet and just hanging out oh there. Oh, my God. That would hurt <laughs> so bad. You know what is, like, the worst thing? Descriptions <laughs> that ER... Like, like, like intake forms, what the descriptions are on them. So I always like, and I have, my brother's a firefighter and I have friends who are first responders. And so often, and I love hearing their stories because I'm, you know, like. Yeah, it's fascinating. Crazy like that. Yeah. And, uh, I. So I, like, try to – I don't try to. Sometimes my brain cannot help but imagine things in how they would write it or how I would think they would write it on that form. And anything that says eye trauma, socket tra eye socket trauma, the word trauma and eye in one thing together is – It's traumatizing. Traumatizing to me. Yeah, my friend – is an like eye eyeballs doctor explode and shit.
1: Like, my friend is an eye doctor, and she says that the number one injury mm-hmm. source are those stretchy things that people put like on their garbage cans to keep the raccoons out. I forget what they're called.
0: They're like elastic. But, oh, bungee cords.
1: Yes, with the hooks on either end. Yes because yeah. ah! you take them off and then ah! they fly off. Yep,
0: and then it flings in, and then it's like a hook, and then there's no soft edge, and then you know how my, I, I use those for so many things. I hate knowing how things can kill you. It's good to know though. No, it's you can not, be ca- Susie. We've been over this. <laughs> In the previous episode. you
1: I think it's good to know. It's not good to, like, obsess and, like, worry about it. Okay,
0: tell that. Just tell <laughs> my brain to just, just, just let that one go for the know. rest. Just, just. Okay, Susie's introduced a new way to maul yourself. But just don't think about it for the rest of the afternoon, Sarah. Well, then maybe it'll encourage you to be more careful with them. I'm so careful. I, and I do think because I was a camp counselor... Mm-hmm. I have a built-in, uh, or like a, a heightened ability to anticipate or or recognize the worst-case scenario. <laughs> I'm in sure any it's like being a parent, yeah, yeah. And like, imagine you you just have like 200 of these children running around. Yeah, you become and like now a they're psychic. encouraging each other, and there's no adult supervision really. I mean, like 18-year-olds uh, barely. I could not do it.
2: I have and too much so anxiety. I'm like,
0: I have, I have seen, and like, you think there's no way that a child will end up with his mattress on top of the cabin. That can happen. <laughs> and then, Turns sure enough, <laughs> middle of the night, the kid's on top of the the cabin with his mat yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's a new one. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah. now we know you can freeze your eyeballs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, let's Thanks, wind sister. it down, Sarah. Oh, so funny. Mm. We learned about comfort foods in other countries. Yes.
2: comfort that foods was fun. internationally.
0: Yeah, and I'm really uh, fascinated to know or excited to know and fascinated to know what uh, all of uh, y'all listening like as your yeah. comfort food. So we you learned- should definitely write in and tell us.
1: We learned a surprising amount about milk toast today.
0: <laughs> accidentally. accidentally. <gasps> yep. um, oh we learned Susie's house is awesome. <laughs> Yes, we did. Adam Adam sent me a message too. What did he say? I'll read it. Okay. Uh, also, said, you
1: haven't said spooky once and it's making me sad. I did. I said it twice. Oh. Okay. I like <laughs> was, you. I
0: was like subtle. Okay, with okay. my spooky delivery. Thank you. Yes., uh, he said that he spoke out loud and told her it was okay and that oh, she he was did. welcome
2: and she said
0: i felt good i think she's lonely i oh. all i saw was the last part of her to disappear which was her hands and arms mm. oh. tell him that he should recognize her knitting
1: okay yeah good idea cuz clearly she wants it's to important. be seen for that
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm yeah
2: okay, Share I'll that tell.
1: I will yeah. share. <laughs> I will share it. Yes. Um, and we learned that my mom's mechanic is very tolerant of her <laughs> ethnocentrism. Yes. Oh, um, that and that there's an embryo that is now a person oh, yes. who's an that's old school story. It's very yeah. cool. And that's about it. it. Don't forget to leave us a five star view, you guys. It means the world. Come on now. The world. <laughs> we love don't it. Don't forget to subscribe. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Did you know that everyone has an aura? Do you know what color your aura is? Maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green. You could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple. Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in
0: colors.